Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, and welcome to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach. You know, we're so pleased that this radio show is well-received and that it's it's been successful. You know, we talk a lot about making a difference in the lives of other people, and we're happy that we've been able to do that by highlighting and sharing the great things that are happening in our community so people can learn about opportunities to reach out and give back. There are so many nonprofits making a difference. There's over 54,000 of them in Wisconsin, by the way, and we thought it was important to celebrate that and to bring awareness to them and what they do. You know, I've said before that so many people tell us that they have never even heard of some of these organizations that we interview, and that could be both good and maybe perhaps not so good. You know, it's good. It's not so good because they're all doing great things, and people really need to to know that, and know about what they're doing. But it's good that we've been able to help build awareness and hopefully allow people to get involved and and give back in some way. As they say, you'll never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. Why? Because you can't take it with you. Your possessions, your personal treasures, they stay here, you don't. So why not leave a legacy in some way? Giving of your time and your talents and your treasures to bless someone, and then, you know, you will be blessed uh, in return. Okay, so what is the topic of discussion today? Uh, Today we're going to talk about the outdoors. If you're a nature buff, well then, this show is for you. What better time to talk about the outdoors than in summertime in Wisconsin, right? Actually, fall is beautiful as well, which is my favorite season, and we're going to talk about all, all the great things that are happening in, in all the seasons, actually. My first guest today is Cheryl White, Executive Director of the Waukesha County Land Conservancy. Welcome to the show today, Cheryl. Well, thanks, Jill. I'm really happy that you've asked me to join you, and I'm looking forward to sharing our story. Absolutely. Well, we know that Conservancy supports things like preservation of nature, wildlife, natural resources, the environment. But tell us what the Waukesha County Land Conservancy does exactly. Like, what is your mission? So our mission is to actually protect and care for environmentally significant land and water in Waukesha County for future generations. And so what does that actually mean? There's rare species. There are wetlands. There are important forests that we don't want to see destroyed that really serve as habitat for all wild things, insects, birds, and so forth that we all enjoy seeing. You know, we look to, you know, save those important areas in the county. But once we've saved those areas and they're preserves that are open to the public, we actually need to care for them. There are, you know, various invasive plants and other things that can overtake these valuable resources, maybe destroy the food source and the habitat for these animals. And we have to actually care for that area forever. And so that's what we mean by protecting and caring for. And it is around rare species, land and water, that really is pretty special in our county. And we have a big responsibility, don't we? We absolutely do. We've got to take care of that. Yeah, we do. Take care of what we've been given, right? Um, So why are you involved with them? Are you a nature buff yourself? Uh Well, um, I am now, um, <laughs> but I, I have to say that um, I started with the organization um, a while back, and it really is so that I could help them make the transition from an all-volunteer organization to a sustainable, professionally staffed organization. The organization's been around for 27 years now, mm. but it started as an 
all-volunteer organization, and for 24 years, this organization went and protected land in Waukesha County, uh, preserving like 26 preserves, over 2,600 acres, but that's a lot of responsibility, and you have to actually care for it into perpetuity, and that's a very long time. And so as the board of directors that had done a fabulous job started to think about what were they going to do long term, they needed to have an executive director that can actually help run the organization and ensure that it's sustainable forever. I see that the Land Conservancy was recently named the Wisconsin Land Trust of the Year, and now probably most people know what a living trust is, but how does that compared to a land trust? Yeah. What is that exactly? Well, so a land trust is a, a basically a type of nonprofit organization. There's actually over 2,000 land trusts in the entire nation. There is 40-some land trusts in the state of Wisconsin. And these are special nonprofit conservation organizations that specifically focus on protecting land so that it's here for future generations. And so a land trust is really taking and buying those lands and then carrying for them into perpetuity so that they benefit society. In addition, we buy land. Um, okay. So more recently, um, last year, we just uh, purchased an 80-acre property down in the Eagle area that is a very uh, sensitive, uh, global imperiled oak ecosystem. And so we purchased that. It, you know, land around here cost a great deal of money. And so it was $600,000 to buy that property. And, and we now are starting to look at how we're restoring it. We recently received a grant for $75,000 to help with the restoration. So that's the kind of thing that we do with donors' money. Nice. Um, well, you mentioned uh, oaks in that in that area. You know, preservation of nature is really, that's a really big, important part of what you do. Um, I see that you were named or that the Conservancy actually named 2019 the Year of the Oak. Can you tell us more about that? Why why are oak trees so important? Well, oak trees are considered a keystone species, and what that means is they actually provide food and habitat for many other species. In fact, oak trees provide over 600 species, uh, you know, home and food, uh, insects, um, use the tree, and so the birds depend on the insects. Uh, the you know frogs depend on insects and so forth. And so there's a whole ecosystem around oak trees. They truly are the tree of life. And so with that, um, that's an important species because if they don't exist, the entire ecosystem collapses. And mm. so all of the species that depend on those insects and so forth don't live. And in fact, the red-headed woodpecker has seen a decline of 68% in their populations because the oak trees are imperiled. And mm. they're actually, the oak savannas are considered globally imperiled. And so right here in Waukesha County, we can make actually a global impact by saving our oak ecosystems. Mm. So I guess the, the oak tree is more important than, than we might initially 
think, right? Right, right. And in addition, it's a native um, tree. And so it's real important that we actually plant native plants because native animals need the food from those native plants. And so planting oaks versus a maple is probably a better thing to do. Okay. Um, planting native nectar plants for the butterflies is a better food source. Just like a mother's, you know, milk um, from her to her child is a more nutritious food the same is so for uh, native plants and nectar plants. So hmm, Interesting. Wow. So much that we don't know, right? Yeah. That, that's yeah. great to know. Yeah. Well, you had mentioned to me that uh, many organizations struggle to engage young people in their mission. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned because when we come back, Cheryl will share how over 200 college students are helping to transform their organization. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking with Cheryl White, who is the executive director of the Waukesha County Land Conservancy, or WCLC. So we understand that engaging young people in our community may be a bit challenging at times, but uh, actually WCLC doesn't seem to have that issue. So tell us how you were able to get so many young people involved and, and what type of work are they actually engaged in with WCLC? Yeah. Um, well, as I said, you know, four years ago, I started with the organization. We were making that transition um, to a professionally staffed organization. I was the only employee and I needed help. And I started to go to the universities, local university, Carroll University, and um, asked if there were some interns. And so we started to engage interns um, at the college level. We were building systems. We were marketing building our Facebook, you know, changing our website and so forth. And so, you know, interns with all different kind of backgrounds. We had accounting interns. We had environmental students that were actually helping to do the work out in the field. Um, and we they helped to build the organization and, and make this transition. And over this period of time, um, we built a reputation that we were giving meaningful work that wasn't just the status quo of, you know, some, you know, filing or so forth, that mm -hmm. they were helping to create documents and do publications and help out in the field and we treated them just like we would treat any type of employee and give them real life experiences and it just grew from there word and, of mouth they yep. said that's the place to go if yep. you really whatever your interest is as you said yep and yeah. really building those skills and giving them the experience of what does it mean to really be an, an employee? How do you contribute? Do you understand the mission of the organization? What are the goals? And how do you actually make a difference? Mm. Well, and I imagine, you know, we, we're given this valuable resource, right, or resources. We need to know how to care for them, and we also need people to help us care Absolutely. for them. And so you guys, you know, if you're starting out in the, as the only employee, you can't do it all yourself. You know, you need people to, to 
roll up their sleeves and literally, right, and, and dig in. You know, collaborating with other nonprofits who are also doing great things in the community is, that's really good for everyone. You know, we need to be doing more of that. The WCLC is a recent recipient of the Wisconsin Athletic Club grant from the Waukesha County Community Foundation, along with another great nonprofit called Wisconsin Hero Outdoors, who we will hear from in the next segment. But tell us about that connection. How did that all start? Yeah, well, um, about a year ago, we were at the Waukesha County Community Foundation's annual event, and we had just received a grant for one of our recent acquisitions, and sitting at the same table was Eric, who was from the Wisconsin Heroes Outdoors, and we started to talk, and um, we are a conservation organization, and Wisconsin Hero Outdoors, their motto is honor, courage, and conservation. And I looked across the table Perfect. and I said, Eric, <laughs> I need you. We and, need to talk. Uh, yeah, and, and what better group to get involved than literally an army of people that can help care for the land. In addition, I think that, you know, we have developed an understanding of just the power of nature and what that can do for people. And we are having activities on our preserves and nature walks and getting the Wisconsin Hero Outdoors to help with some of the restoration and various things that we need done on our property. They have just a tremendous uh, asset. You know, these are individuals that have served our country. They have this passion to serve. Mm -hmm. And what better way to give back to the community and then get those life-giving benefits of nature that help to, you know, calm the mind and yeah. and just uh, fill your soul. Absolutely. And and healing sometimes, yes. right? Absolutely. You know, the I know uh, when I have my quiet time, my best time place to do that is in the outdoors. Yep. And so I think if, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, if you're an outdoor buff, nature buff, this show is for you. But really, if you're not, maybe you want to reconsider <laughs> and just, you know, it's tough maybe in the in the January, February, freezing cold. But, you know, it, it, there are things to do, right. places to go, right? right? But I think if, if you just get outdoors and you just experience the peace and the calm, it's, yes. it, there's like, there's nothing like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so first of all, we want to know who you are, what you do, and you've done a great job articulating that, but now we want to know how. How can we support you? So how can our listeners help the Conservancy? Well, you know, right now um, we are actively pursuing purchasing a couple more properties, and we are looking to raise another 450000 for one of the properties. And so we need your, you know, funds and donations to help make that a reality. In addition, volunteering. Um, we don't just need volunteers outside. Of course, we want people that want to get out in the outdoors, but we need professionals um, like marketing professionals, uh, HR professionals. We are trying to engage so many people with so many different backgrounds. We need somebody from HR that'll help recruit talent to help us build the various training that we need for our volunteers and so forth. And so literally 
anybody can help the organization because we are an organization that has all the needs that a normal business does. And if you work anywhere, you've got skills that we could use. Okay. Well, what about for the future? So the things that you talked about, how can listeners help? We've got a new program called the Community Conservation Partnership Program. And we are looking to actually engage uh, youth and um, younger underprivileged and underserved communities so that they also have those life-giving benefits of nature. You know, there is so much um, that people can benefit from getting into the outdoors, that calm, that solace. Uh, You know, as we know, a, a lot of young folks use their computers and, you know, phones and so forth to the extent that they aren't actually experiencing the world around us. And there's a critical thinking that gets developed when you actually go and experiment and just run and play. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of this new community conservation partnership program and getting youth and uh, communities of, you know, underserved um, individuals that they too benefit from nature. Yeah. And I think that's important to, to talk about because I do think that our youth are missing out in that regard. You know, just I'm a baby boomer. And so when I think about my childhood, it was always outdoors, you know, and and things have just changed uh, with the young folks, potentially, certainly not all. um, But just for for kids to get out and maybe even, like you said, to get out and and play or possibly just do nothing, you know, go into one of these parks or these uh, areas that you're talking about and just sit and be alone, either, uh, you know, sit and read or just meditate or pray, whatever is is your passion, um, and get out there with your community, have a picnic. I mean, they right. just, you know, the, those kinds of things aren't done as much as they were in the past. Right. You know, I think that's, that's unfortunate, but... Um, you know, just get outside. Thank you for being here today, Cheryl, and for sharing how the Waukesha County Land Conservancy is bringing awareness of some great natural resources and and how people can help support the care of those resources. Uh, We appreciate all the ways WCLC helps keep Wisconsin a great place to live and work and play, right? Um, So we've, uh, thank you for being here again, Cheryl, I appreciate it. Uh, we've interviewed many veteran organizations over the last year and a half that are doing really great things, and our next guest is no different. If you're a veteran and you happen to love the outdoors, or maybe you're going through a tough time right now and you just want to find some ways to take your mind off your challenges, then stay tuned because we're going to learn about an organization that takes veterans and first responders to the great outdoors for an awesome experience and lets the gift of nature offer calm and peace and, in many cases, healing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group. My next guest today is Eric Faulkner, co-founder and CEO of Wisconsin Hero Outdoors. Thanks for being here today with us, Eric. Thank you for having me. 
You know, I said before the break that this segment was going to be a great one to listen to, especially if you love the outdoors. But I think more importantly, it's great for veterans and first responders to hear how they can connect with nature and outdoor activities and experience the peace and calm that it provides and, and healing in some cases as well. So, Eric, you're a veteran yourself, uh, so you can identify with some of the some of your fellow service men and women in experiencing challenging times, right? Um, can you share your story with us and why you thought it was so important to start your nonprofit, Wisconsin Hero Outdoors? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thank you, um, Jill, for having uh, me and our organization uh, on the show. Uh, this is an incredible incredible platform for us to, to to reach our fellow service members and first responders and their families. You're welcome. Um, the uh, the really the spirit of our organization started in in 2016. Um, personally, I was going through treatment at the VA, and I had an opportunity to talk with one of the VA employees who got me connected to another veteran there who I didn't know at the time, uh, Jason Bartle. And uh, the VA employee said, uh, I think this veteran is going to be going out fishing sometime in the near future. If you want, I can see if it's okay to pass his number along and you guys could maybe connect and, and get out there together. And I was at a point in my life where um, I, would, I would call it rock bottom. I needed to do something different. And uh, I was willing to try anything. I loved being in the outdoors. I was an avid hunter and fisherman my whole life, but I had kind of gotten away from that and had lost that connection. And for whatever reason, um, uh, wasn't a part of that that community anymore, the outdoor community. So I made the decision that, all right, I'll call this guy and I'll see what he has to say and we'll go from there. So after about a half hour discussion with uh, Jason on the phone, uh, he mentioned he's going to be going to Crivets uh, in November of 2016. Wait, wait, wait. Fishing in November? <laughs> and kayak fishing, no less. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> and so I had the same reaction and my, my thought was, okay, so... If these guys are crazy enough to go fishing, kayak fishing in, in November, I at least got to check it out because um, they're either going to be my kind of people or they really are just, you know, bananas. But um, so, but in all seriousness, I had every intention, you know, I, I live here in Pewaukee, and I had every intention of getting in my truck and driving up there, taking a, one look at them and going, all right, I tried it, and then I'm driving back home. <laughs> and uh, I got there, and, you know, uh, Jason, um, you know, he gave me a hat right away and, you know, welcomed me and introduced me to the other. There happened to be a couple other veterans that were out there. Um, we had a, a gentleman, uh, Dan Sutilla, who had opened up his uh, cabin up there for us to stay at. Nice. Uh, and uh, we had just a, a great time. We had some pretty good weather, actually. But we got out in those kayaks, and I had my aha moment while I was out there. I had been pretty negative and really focusing on negative things uh, in my life. And while I was out on the kayak, I, I just stopped, you know, and I had, there's a few other, uh, you know, guys around me fishing and, but I was, you know, on my own vessel, I was captain of my own ship. And I just looked around and I thought for a moment, you know, there is so much conspiring to keep me alive right now. There are so much uh, that I have to be thankful for. Uh, I could have a whole laundry list. And it was just one of those aha moments where I realized, you know, I really need to start focusing on, on the things that I'm thankful uh, for and mm -hmm. things that are positive. And it clicked for me right there. And just my personality, being a type A, I thought, all right, if this is working for me, I need to get as many people uh, involved in this type of uh, opportunity uh, as possible. And trying to be able to be respectful of not just having a million people get out into the outdoors, 
but to have these really unique personal experiences. And so uh, after that, Jason and I um, had a conversation. I said, Jason, what can I do to, to help or what can we do together to to really uh, extend this opportunity to our to our fellow veterans, and uh, Jason was also a first responder um, and uh, was a federal agent as well, and our other co-founder Rob Johnson uh, was a veteran and a federal agent, and so we we started collaborating, and we thought, you know, um, all of us had gone through through treatment at the VA in one form or another, whether it was mental health, uh, you know, physical therapy, uh, substance challenges. Any one of those things, sometimes a combination of those. Mm-hmm. And so we went right back to the source, and we talked with the, the, the VA employees, the counselors, the doctors, the social workers, and we said, listen, this has been working for us. Um, is this something we could uh, work with you on as, as uh, a positive experience? And, you know, what, whatever your opinion is uh, of, of the VA and, and treatment, and there's a lot of different news stories about it, we made the clear and distinct decision that we wanted to be a part of the solution. Uh, mm-hmm. We wanted, you know, no no matter how things are going over there, if we can be uh, positive and if we can be, uh, again, a part of the solution for it, we want to do that. So um, so we, we partnered with the VA, and we started taking out small groups initially, and we had other colleagues of ours that uh, we were bringing out on events, and it, and it really just grew from there. And uh, we've been uh, extremely uh, uh, blessed to have a tremendous amount of community support as a result of that. So is it just fishing? No. I mean, you talk about the outdoors, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and actually it's not just for veterans, but for first responders and their families too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So so in what other ways does Wisconsin Hero Outdoors help? You know, what are some of the different things besides the fishing in a kayak in November in <laughs> Crivets, Wisconsin? <laughs> what are some of the other things that you guys do? Well, uh, being a first responder myself, um, actually, when I was, my initial uh, career in the military started out in ROTC. Uh, I was awarded a scholarship through Marquette University. Unfortunately, I got injured my sophomore year, uh, lost my scholarship, and while I was going through rehab at that time, uh, I got a job as a dispatcher at the Elm Grove Police Department. And um, while working there, I was working uh, to, uh, December, excuse me, uh, September 11th, uh, 2001. My mm-hmm. shift ended at, uh, I worked midnight to 8 a.m. I was watching the um, TV that we had in the dispatch room uh, while we were doing our shift changeover, and obviously, um, you yeah. know, everything went down. And I went home to my apartment, my best friend at the time that was living with me. Uh, we we talked, and we, you know, being in the service, uh, you know, being in ROTC prior to that, obviously I had a, a pretty deep fire in my belly for what was going on. And uh, I went through the the proper channels. I got cleared medically, and the next thing you know, uh, me and my best friend three days later had uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Mm. <laughs> so, and a few Talk days. Talk about wanting to do something and taking action. Right, right. right. And um, and so I know that there's uh, a lot of uh, passion within uh, you know the, the first responder community. So I had dispatched, and then um, I was injured unfortunately early on in my Marine Corps career. And always had that longing desire to to continue to serve, and I didn't feel like I was able to to maximize my opportunity while I was in the Marine Corps um, due to my injury. Um, and when I was uh, uh, back here in Wisconsin, uh, was able to again go through uh, after about ten years uh, of treatment at the VA and uh, PT and all that kind of stuff. I was in a position physically where I was able to work as a firefighter um, here in Waukesha County uh, and on the dive team and. Um, had a number of really uh, incredible opportunities. Was able to do rotations with Flight for Life here uh, in Waukesha County, mm-hmm. and unfortunately uh, suffered uh, a couple injuries that put me in the hospital. Um, a couple that were work related uh, at the fire department that um, 
took that service capability away from me. And so I really, that's where, uh, you know, that, that need to, to serve, um, uh, really was, uh, taken away and I felt the need to do something. I didn't ha- I, there was a huge gap that, that I needed to be filled. And that's when I really started to, to spiral, to be perfectly honest with you. Cause I didn't, I didn't have that, um, being a type A personality and really needed to feel that fulfillment. Um, I didn't know what to do with all that energy and I mm-hmm. was negative about things. And so, um, so understanding that first responders and, uh, you know, veterans go through a lot of similar uh, emotional and physical challenges uh, in just the nature of, of our background. We found that, you know, a lot of veterans are first responders. It's just you happen to go into that kind of work when you get out or simultaneously or whatever the case might be. So we wanted to make sure that we addressed um, uh, both the needs of veterans and first responders and almost just as importantly, family members, too, because that's a part of the uh, the the support network that can provide the foundation for going through very, very challenging and stressful uh, work-related issues. And we wanted to make sure that when mom or dad came out to an event with us, uh, that it wasn't taking mom or dad away from Mm -hmm. the family. We wanted to be able to incorporate that. Now, there are some times uh, that we had uh, or some opportunities that we have where it is a little bit more one-on-one or one-on-two, one-on-three kind of kind of deal where it needs to be a little bit more of a quieter setting. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you feel that that's what makes Wisconsin Hero Outdoors different then from other veteran organizations? Yeah, I would say I would say we put a focus on it. I know that there's a lot of organizations uh, in our approach towards other VSOs, veteran service organizations, and NGOs, non-government organizations are. We want to collaborate. Almost every single event that we do. We are in a partnership with uh, another organization, whether it is the VA or whether it's United Special Sportsmen's Alliance or whether it's Waukesha County Land Conservancy right. uh, or Veterans Outreach Wisconsin. Uh, we're teaming up uh, with them because we understand that we don't have the silver bullet uh, to the solution for everything and that together we can be a force multiplier. There are some things that other organizations are better at uh, than us, and there are things that, that we do well. But Ultimately, it's uh, the opportunity to focus on uh, family-centric uh, activities that allow for that if you want it. Sometimes you need to get away. I'm a stay-at-home sure. dad. I've got a three-year-old and a, and a one-year-old, and sometimes I go to the grocery store just to get away when my <laughs> wife gets home. But I hear you on that one. I but, hear you uh, on that one. <laughs> yeah, a whole new respect for stay-at-home parents out there. Um, well, it's wonderful to see uh, not only the individual veteran is impacted by Wisconsin Hero Outdoors, but the family members are impacted as well. So why do family members love who or Wisconsin Hero Outdoors? Why do they love your events so much? Um, well, stay tuned to hear more about that. And then Eric is going to share with us some exciting news about their multi-million dollar veterans and first responders retreat facility in Lake Geneva. Lots of great things to come. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's philanthropic community, brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach, and Eric Faulkner from Wisconsin Hero Outdoors is joining me here in the studio today. So, Wisconsin Hero Outdoors works not only with the veterans themselves, as we understand, but with the whole family as well. So, Eric, 
Tell us more about why family members love your events so much. Well, I think it's uh, due to a number of reasons, but personally, when we founded the organization, when Jason, Rob, and I founded the organization, we had, uh, you know, we've got families that we want to spend time with, and we had been a part of a number of other organizations that um, all serve great purposes, but we knew that you know, in this day and age, especially time is valuable. And we didn't want, uh, when somebody to come out, uh, to one of our events, uh, you know, have to explain to their wife or to their husband or their significant other that, you know, um, I'm going to be going away again. And then, you know, have Wisconsin here outdoors almost be kind of a negative, like, oh, you're going to spend time with them. Oh, sure. and, and we already spend so much time away from our families, uh, you know, as a result of the job that we wanted to be inclusive. So, um, a few examples of that would be uh, even uh, when we partner with uh, with the Milwaukee VA or any VA for that matter, we always encourage uh, our volunteers, which uh, are a majority uh, um, veterans and first responders, to bring their kids to their events so they can see uh, what mom or dad is, mm. is doing. I, my kids come to almost every single event. My wife will bring them out. They'll have lunch with all the veterans. Bring your kids uh, to work day. Huh? Pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just happens to be you get to go kayaking or fishing or Yay. play in the woods. Darn or, it, you got to go fishing yeah, today. We usually send the kids to the wor- to the to the mulch pile and dig for worms for us. Uh, they, they tend to like Kelty that. birds with one stone, right? <laughs> right. right? I got a great thing for you guys to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who can get the most worms? <laughs> <laughs> Make a game out of it, and then yep. they're all. Oh they're yeah, all I'm set, learning that right? one. <laughs> You've also got some exciting news to share about something going on down in Lake Geneva. I do. Spill I the do. beans on that one, Eric. Sure. Well, uh, word is word has gotten out. We've been really fortunate uh, with this opportunity to partner with uh, Lakewood Camp WWV down in uh, down in Lake Geneva. Back in December of 2018, uh, our co-founder Jason uh, Bartle was awarded the Everyday Hero Award by the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, which uh, myself and another Marine had nominated him for uh, because of the work that Jason does. Jason was really the primary reason that. I got out of my shell. I, okay. There's no, in, in no small words, do I say that he saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, he may have not stepped in front of a bullet for me, but uh, for all intents and purposes, he did. So yeah. uh, we we wanted to make sure he got recognized. Well, there happened to be somebody in the arena that night that uh, represented uh, uh, um, some individuals uh, in the Lake Geneva area that had the aspirations of wanting to do more for veterans and first responders. Um, and this uh, c- collective had. Uh, a significant property down in Lake Geneva, 336 acres on a 75-acre private lake, a private golf course, uh, all surrounded by a thousand acres of DNR land. So, although it's only a five-minute drive right into Lake Geneva proper, uh, when you're on this on this property, it feels you know you can look out in the woods and feel like you're in Canada almost. Mm-hmm. So, we started the process of talking with them about what they were looking to do. Uh, They wanted to develop a retreat facility for veterans and first responders, but wanted some uh, guidance on how to work within that community. And the way that our organization is set up, uh, we're, you know, we're a hundred percent volunteer and uh, all of us are veterans and first responders uh, or one or the other. And we took one look at that property um, with them and we said, you know, these are the different ways that we can uh, help you utilize it. Uh, personally, I've been uh, going up to Camp American Legion in Manaqua, or Lake Tomahawk, Manaqua area, uh, since I was six weeks old with my dad and my family. My dad worked at the VA in Milwaukee for almost 40 years and volunteered up at Camp American Legion. 
um, which is an outdoor uh, retreat facility specifically for veterans uh, only. Uh, but it's that was a, a place that made a huge impact on my life, seeing uh, how uh, veterans responded to the outdoors and just a lot of great memories. I mean, I grew up there. Yeah. Um, and so we knew that I knew that we could translate a lot of that uh, knowledge into uh, helping expand this uh this property down in Lake Geneva and the nice thing it's so close to the Milwaukee area and, and a lot of the veterans that are used to going up to Camp American Legion uh, now would have the opportunity to, to take advantage of this as well. So we had this discussion uh, with Lakewood and um, we were the right fit for them. They were the right fit for us and where we wanted to go with our mission. Uh, that is not the only thing we do, but it is a big part of what we're doing now. Uh, um, we still want to have a big focus on the rest of our mission, which is going out and doing, um, you know, having our mobile mission throughout sure. the state. But it's nice to have a facility that we can really partner with and, and consider a home base a little bit. Yeah. So uh, this past year, we've uh, been running um, day excursions, outings with a variety of different organizations uh, like Veterans on the Fly, uh, Veterans Outreach of Wisconsin, uh, the Milwaukee VA uh, with their uh, inpatient mental health program, with their HUDVASH program. Uh, with their photography club, who was just highlighted from taking pictures at Lakewood, um, at Northwestern uh, Mutual's tower building and their uh, and their giving gallery uh, just a couple days ago. So they took pictures at Lakewood and were displayed down there. It was incredibly beautiful. So just uh, we've had a tremendous summer um, and success with running activities out there. And we'll do everything from, again, kayak fishing to shore fishing. Uh, there's no motorboats on this particular lake. Um, golf uh, we've got five horses out there and then the next uh, phase of the operation will be to build out uh, five cabins uh, we've got a lighthouse that is going to be converted into um, kind of a commons area where we can sit and, and kind of hang out and just relax as a group if you want to and then the, your cabin will be your space as you need it um, wow. there'll be a beach <laughs> and so yeah it's a huge huge undertaking but again we've we have a there's a, a, a number of Really uh, special people that are making this this happen who at this time still uh, want to remain anonymous on the funding side of things. But sure. uh, Maya Wilson is the director for the uh, the golf course and now the, the nonprofit Lakewood Camp WWV. And she's been a, uh, just a tremendous asset in helping us with uh, coordinating this transition and, and going through how can we best utilize this incredible facility yeah. and space to help our heroes. Well, and you talk, uh, you have been talking a lot about collaborative efforts. Mm -hmm. You know, we're working with a lot of people, including WCLC. Um, and you guys have an event coming up uh, on September 19th. You want to share with us about that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Waukesha County uh, Land Conservancy's mission is in direct alignment with what we're trying to do. And I think Cheryl had the opportunity to, to explain, you know, how we came together on that. Mm -hmm. And um, within Waukesha County alone, uh, just the trail systems and the unique hunting opportunities that Waukesha County Land Conservancy has and the and fantastic job that they're doing at preserving what we need, Wisconsin Hero Outdoors, as a, as a mission, as a space for our mission, uh, is just a, it's just a match made in heaven. So uh, we entered into this uh, grant. Uh, competition, I guess if you want to call it that, through the Wisconsin Athletic Club, and we were selected out of um, 
over 100 uh, nonprofit organizations. They had been exposed to over 1,000. And so we were selected in our partnership uh, to be the recipient of this. And September 19th is going to be the finale of uh, a culmination of a number of events uh, that the Wisconsin Athletic Club has hosted for us um, through the Brookfield Chamber of Commerce at the Brookfield WAC, through the Menominee Falls Chamber of Commerce at the Menominee Falls WAC, and then um, the final, uh, you know, big shebang uh, on September 19th at the Brookfield WAC from 5 to 7, poolside. We'll have Taste of Brookfield there. So all the restaurants that you see or a lot of the restaurants that you see on Blue Mound Road there will be setting up their kind of their pop-up uh, food um, restaurants around the pool. So you'll have an opportunity to do that. There's going to be a number of uh uh, silent auctions. Uh, Craig Hussar from Hussar's Fine Jewelry has got a beautiful diamond necklace that he's oh, donated. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, Ladies? So, yeah. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> right, Are we speaking right. to anybody right My now? My wife will be there for this <laughs> event, for sure. Um, and we've got a number of other uh, uh, tremendous uh, donors. Um, Bellman Homes, uh, Waterstone Bank has stepped up. And um, we're just incredibly thankful for for their participation. Um, I don't want to count anybody out, so I'm kind of trying to jog my brain. Sure, sure. Well, um, and we're going to somehow um, make this this uh, interview available via podcast too, so so people can continue to hear the message, uh, the great things that Wisconsin Hero Outdoors does and WCLC. So uh, we are partnering in that uh, event as well. Um, from the radio show standpoint, there's a number of, of ways that the collaborative piece comes together with not only this event on September 19th, uh, but also all throughout the year. So um, lots of great things going on. Um, Eric, if I were to ask you about your call to action, um, what would you say uh, how, how, what would you say your call to action would be for our listeners? Sure. Uh, I just remembered one of the other big supporters from the 19th is uh, the chiropractic company. They've got 16 different locations in Brookfield and around as well, but they've been, they actually just put out a, a matching fund uh, opportunity as well for their patients. And they're actually the only ones that work with the VA for veterans who need chiropractic help um, in nice. the back, which is almost every single veteran. Sure. I I'm so sure. That's a, so I wanted to make sure I get uh, them some recognition too. But yes. as far as our call to action, so we've had really three main initiatives that we've been focusing on over the past uh, I'd say, uh, you know, 12 to 18 months. Uh, the uh, Lake Geneva project has been uh, a major one, which has been fully funded, which we're very thankful for, a multi-million dollar project. The second one, which is what we're wrapping up right now, which is with our equipment uh, expansion. Uh, we're going to have over uh, three 7 by 16 enclosed trailers. We'll have a number of other open trailers for our CACs. We'll have uh, probably... Uh, close to 30 kayaks at that point we'll have hundreds of fishing poles ancillary type outdoors group because we don't do just kayak fishing but okay. it's what we were founded on kind of uh, initially so you hear me talk sure. about that but all of our other fishing and outdoor equipment camping hiking rappelling all that kind of stuff our third uh initiative which is our call to action right now um, is going to be building our storage and operationals headquarters uh, which is a massive project that we're undertaking, and we're hoping to have that completed by uh, uh, winter of 2021. So we're looking to uh, purchase and lease either a 
uh, piece of land and building um, or a combination thereof, and the project is looking to be uh, estimated around four hundred fifty to five hundred thousand dollar project. Mm-hmm. This will be a, our 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 main center to uh, extend our operation throughout Wisconsin as we enter into uh, the next phase of growth, which is going to be working with not only the Milwaukee VA and Toma VA, which we already do, but uh, adding the Madison VA uh, onto that list. Um, this centralized location will allow us to work more effectively logistically wise uh, to do that. So we're going to need a lot of help um, from individual support to corporate uh, entities that want to be uh, a part of this in a very public way if they choose to do so. Okay, well, lots of awesome things going on. Uh, Where should listeners go if they want more information? Google Wisconsin Hero Outdoors. Okay. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it, and all of our and honestly, you know, the opportunity to read our mission is is great. But if you really want to see what our mission is, click on the gallery and spend a couple minutes just looking at the faces of the individuals that mm-hmm. we impact. And speaks uh, volumes, yeah. Yep, yeah, that'll tell the story. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Eric, for sharing why you're so passionate about Wisconsin Hero Outdoors. We appreciate you being here today and building awareness on the importance of spending time outdoor in nature. Uh, and drinking in the peace and the calm and the healing, really, both emotionally and physically. Thank you for what you're doing for our veterans and for the sacrifices that you have made yourself. Uh, Thank you for being here today. Thank you. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com, or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. If you're not in the car or you don't have access to a radio, there are a number of ways to tune in. You can use your laptop or tablet and go to newstalk1130.com, or you can download the iHeartRadio app. Uh, if you missed a show, you can visit our website at ellenbecker.com radio to see the list of previously aired interviews. We're also excited to share that we've gone global by making our podcasts available on demand with Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. So now the nonprofits that we've interviewed who have a global reach can listen as well. Join us next Sunday morning to learn more about some great people and nonprofit organizations that are doing great things in our community. Find a way to be a blessing and give a blessing. Have a wonderful Sunday.